Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Saturday, June 11th, 2022. Well, welcome back, everybody, to our final Ignite edition of the podcast. This is Saturday post, and Saturday is really the end of camp. Uh, students will be heading home on the buses today, uh, so camp will be over pretty much or wrapping up. They'll be doing their final small groups by the time you're listening to this, but we've got Pastor Josiah back with us for one more update. Pastor Josiah, welcome back to Revival from the Bible. Hey, hey, hey. It's good to be here, Pastor Ben. Well, it, it is good to have you, and so as people are listening to this, most likely right as camp is ending or uh, right as students are heading home, uh, even though we're recording this kind of right before the last session on Friday night. So far, I mean, what have been some of the highlights of Ignite 2022 for you? Yeah, well, I want to say that we've had a really, really good week of camp. I mean, I've been overly impressed. Obviously, it's my first Ignite here at Compass, but there has been a lot of highlights. And even just moments ago, actually, I had a leader tell me that their student professed faith in Christ awesome. for the first time. And so we have students who are moving from darkness into light, who are being pulled from death and being made alive because right. of, of Christ and his work on the cross. So obviously, that, that's a major highlight. We right. want to celebrate that. That's why we're here. Right. That's why we, we did all of this and planned and, and spent the money and, and the time and the energy. We, we right. want to see students profess faith, and we, we were able to do that. Right. And then we praise God for that. And also, we like if you are listening to this podcast, and Ignite is something, even if you haven't been here, you've been praying for. Absolutely. Hey, look, God's working, God answering prayers. Keep praying uh, that God would have an ongoing work. Um, what else for highlights? I mean, camp always has stories or fun things or, you know, it's, it's just a unique time. What, what can you share with our listeners that you've experienced? So last week? night we had the game was like potato sack racing, yes. which was which was fun. It was ridiculously long. It was like 40 yards in a I, I probably couldn't have done it, honestly, with the shape that I'm in. But the kids were doing it. Kids were doing flips in them. Oh, goodness. And we had a leader this morning in our leader meeting say that it was 2 in the morning. All of a sudden, he hears a student kind of jump down from his bed. He's got his sleeping bag on. He's sleepwalking. And all of a sudden, he starts hopping down the hallway in his sleeping bag. He's still in Ignite mode competing for the Ignite Cup. He was so excited. He was doing it in his sleep. So that was a highlight. Funny story. That was Tim Plaster that, that told me that. And, that is awesome. Uh, yeah, so these students have been they've been competing hard. They've been wiping out quite a bit, right. but they're, they're durable. They're young. Yep. So they, they've been doing that well. And we're going to actually reveal the, the, the winner of that team that it'll already be known at this point when you're right. listening to this. But the kids don't know right now. So they'll be excited. Secret. It's top secret. Can't say it here, but we will hopefully uh, we'll do that soon, and the, the students will be excited. Right. Well, even if people are listening to this as, as students are heading home, uh, well, I mean, what are just some of your hopes that uh, will be for the things that students will be taking away from this camp, and really the, the changes that you hope to see in their lives, really going forward from this camp. Yeah, so I want to, I, in the, in the podcast yesterday, we really tried to highlight and ask for prayer for the leaders, the small group leaders who were in the rooms and were leading those small group discussions. And if you're a parent listening to this, I just want to spend some time highlighting those leaders that the intentionality that I've seen them 
pouring into the students, engaging in conversations, playing games with them, laughing with them. And so what I hope to see is that continue in Plants and Pillars, those relationships that are being right. built, right. The, the relationships that were fostered to just continue and to allow those relationships that can be leveraged, hopefully for, for gospel growth and good conversations moving forward. So certainly right. we've seen that here, the leaders, again, parents, I, I it's been such a blessing for me to see them investing in your students. Right. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of fruit that comes from that in, in the months and, and Years to come, hopefully. And those leaders, they put it all out there, right? Yes. I see some of them around camp and, uh, you know, they, they're, they're spending themselves. They have no voices left. Right. Bodies are hurting, backs are, are tweaked. Some of the leaders aren't as young as they used to be either. <laughs> That's right. But, but they're, they're doing it for the kids. Right. They, they love the kids. And, and so they, they've been able to, to engage those relationships in, in an intentional and intense way here right. at this camp. And, and so I think there's going to be some really good fruit that comes from that moving they're forward. They're giving it 100%. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I mean, I know I would add to that just knowing what the last message is going to be tonight, since I've been working on it all day. Uh, just want to encourage parents to pray. I mean, one of the ways I'm going to be ending is really just a challenge. We've been talking about the holiness of God. There's really two types of people that are coming home from this camp or that came to this camp. And those that it's really those that know Christ and are believers yeah. and those that are not. And for those that aren't believers, there's no way to try to be holy. Yes. And, and in fact, that's like, I can't imagine a worse experience for someone to have in this world <laughs> yeah. than to try to be a Christian. And for them to really see that's not how this works. Right. Uh, the point is, you are not holy. God is holy. But there's a way he has made for you to be made holy through Jesus Christ, that your guilt can be taken away, your sin can be atoned for. And so that the students that aren't believers would see that. Yeah. But my prayer for the students that are believers, especially ending tonight with a message that's really from First Peter, be holy for I am holy, that they would see, hey, now that I'm a Christian, this pursuit of holiness is both essential, it's yeah. a command of God, and it's a good, beautiful thing. We're going to really get into, okay, if, if salvation is by grace through faith, why should I be working hard to be holy? Yeah. And just show them like the Bible has a lot of really good answers for that. And yeah. if you really understand why you won't see even the pursuit of holiness as a burden, you will see it as man, like this is what I was saved to do. Right. And so praying that they really see that want to encourage people to pray for that. Yeah. And parents, what I would say too, is to have an adult leader, a godly adult leader to run alongside your student in right. the pursuit of holiness is huge, which is why we want to highlight the relationships that, that have been fostered and built here. Right. That's going to be a tool that I think the Lord's going to use in this pursuit of holiness for these students. So we right. want that to be the takeaway, obviously. Right. First, that they would become a follower of Christ, that they would be regenerated, but then they would pursue holiness like their holy God and their leaders, hopefully as they lead them in that process, will run with them and, and push them further down the line. Right. Well, thank you, Pastor Josiah, for joining us. And I know you've, you've been working pretty hard too this week. So <laughs> yeah. we want to thank you so much for all that you've done. And thank you for uh, joining us once again on Revival from the Bible. Absolutely. It's been good being here. Well, now I want to comment a little bit on the passages that we have looked at today in Revival from the Bible, and I want to start with the New Testament. And the New Testament today, our reading is Acts chapter 9, and Acts chapter 9 it mostly covers the conversion of Saul. And this is actually another just way I, I want to connect what we're reading with what we've been encouraging you to pray for. Uh, you know, you think about summer camp, 
And honestly, I've been involved in a lot of summer camps uh, over the last couple decades. And, and sometimes at these summer camps, even you see kids and you're like, man, that, that kid is out of control. Or man, that kid, it really is a punk. Or man, that kid is, is lost and he's clearly here for all the wrong reasons. And you're tempted to think that kid is never going to get saved. Well, Acts chapter 9 reminds us that God can do way more than you think he can do. And sometimes he's going to save the people and use the people that you would have said were least likely to be saved, right? That's what we're going to see in the conversion of Saul. This guy is murdering Christians and he's on his way to do more of that, to persecute Christians. And God knocks him down. And God reveals himself to him. And Saul, what we know, is transformed. And he's going to be a main character, or probably the main character in the rest of the book. Uh, and we're going to see how God uses him. So let this be a reminder, even just as you pray for camp, that, that God can do amazing things. And just one thing uh, that I want to highlight as you uh, look at this, uh, as God is convincing Ananias to go and actually help Saul, one of the things he says as he talks about Saul being his chosen instrument to carry his name before Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Verse 16 says, For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. You want to serve Jesus? Count on suffering being a part of the mix. And let that be another lesson as you look at uh, the conversion of Saul and even see, hey, he, he suffers before the chapter is even over. Now, our Old Testament reading uh, just to cover it briefly, which is a shame since it's such a pivotal passage, is 2 Samuel 7 and 1 Chronicles 17. Now, these passages contain what we refer to as the Davidic covenant, where God makes a promise to David that he's going to have a son who sits on the throne and his throne is going to be established forever. Now, some of that is uh, clearly referring to King Solomon, but when it really gets into his throne being established forever, uh, that's not something that Solomon can fulfill. That something that points forward to who now we know, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And so there's two things I want you to note from this passage. And one is that bigger, uh, the context of that bigger issue and how pivotal these passages are in the Bible and the role that they will play in pointing forward to Jesus Christ and how it's a big deal that the Messiah is the son of David and people, where would they get that from? Well, passages like these would be exhibit A, why people knew the Messiah would be the son of David. But the other thing I want you to note from these passages is really David's response. And that's where you can't relate to this covenant that is made um, with uh, your son being on the throne and your throne being established forever, right? Those were unique promises uh, to David. But the humility and the gratitude that David shows, and really just the sense he has of his own unworthiness, I think is an example that every Christian should be able to emulate, that we should be able to look at our salvation and say, wow, this is so much better than I ever could have deserved. And that we would uh, follow David's example of that sense of humility, gratitude, and unworthiness. So I hope that's something that sticks out to you today as well. And I hope that these podcasts have encouraged you and really motivated you to pray for Ignite. And even as you heard earlier, God is working through the prayers of his people here at Ignite. So please 
continue to pray for lasting fruit from Ignite 2022. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.